Good afternoon, welcome to the Joy Business Reports. Coming up, CD to remain stable this week as depreciation slows down following the approval of the Cocoa Syndication Loan. And economist Dr. Patrick Assuman cautions that failure by government to address high appetite of spending in the 2024 budget will hurt the economy in an election year. Also in this bulletin, Bretton Woods institutions intensify pressure on Ghana's bilateral creditors to sign debt restructuring agreement to pave way for the country to receive next tranche of the IMF disbursement. We'll hear from the Ministry of Finance. We have details of these and many more shortly. Thanks for your company. I am Pius Kojobaka and look now at our stories. The Ghana city would remain relatively stable this week. This follows the recent approval of the $800 million cocoa syndication loan by Parliament and the $102.6 million African Development Bank budget support program for Ghana. Here's more. With the International Monetary Fund program taking shape, it is expected that demand for the local currency will ease. The city came under severe pressure two weeks ago losing nearly 9% in value in the retail market. However, vests are seeing slowdown, keeping the year-to-date loss at a little above 12% to the American greenback. But on the interbank market, the city has depreciated by about 20%. The World Bank country director to Ghana, Pierre Laporte, last week indicated that the Britain Wood Institution would likely disburse $300 million to Ghana in September 2023 as the first tranche of about $1.1 billion budget deficit assurance under the IMF program. Thus, many market watchers and experts believe will help reduce expected pressure on the city. Ghana in December last year suspended payment of external loans to help restructure its debt and move that significantly reduced foreign outflows. A business desk report. Economist Dr. Patrick Assuming has warned that government may still face economic challenges next year due to their projected expenditure in the 2024 budget. He is of the view that the budget did not address government's high appetite for spending after forecasting a deficit of 61 billion cities. He stressed on the need for more expenditure cut. Dr. Assuming spoke to Joy Business after the graphic business Stambik Bank breakfast meeting. There are long-term things we can do and there are short-term things we can do. I think over the long term, really, the political business cycle is a result of the governance system that we run. A governance system that gives always an incentive to the ruling government to try and overspend. So that's one part. But the other thing is that we have uh, our fiscal or our public expenditure framework is has a lot of loopholes that allow political actors to spend outside of the budget. So I think that is the immediate thing we can do is try and then strengthen our expenditure control measures and to ensure that you know people are not spending outside of the budget. Dr. Patrick Assuming is a finance and economics lecturer at the University of Ghana. Meanwhile, Chief Executive of Petrosol, Michael Bosombill, said, um, speaking at the same event, stated that the national budget should not just be driven by government policies, but must be heavily influenced by recommendations and proposals of private sector businesses. For example, about two years ago, I, I had the privilege of um, uh, speaking in, in Cote d'Ivoire in, in, the, in the International Business Conference. And in engaging with the team, their prime minister was there and they said, look, the, prime, these, the business leaders, they determine the budget that before they craft the budget, they invite the business leaders to the table and they tell them, do this, don't do this, 
this is the way to go because they have, you know, practiced financial discipline. So I don't think, honestly speaking, as a Ghanaian business community, we have been able to grow to that point where we can get government to be financially disciplined. I just hope that, you know, fora like this, you know, as we keep talking, they will listen. Chief Executive of Oil Marketing Company, Petrosol, Michael Bosombil there. Pressure is mounting on Ghana's creditors to expedite action to get an agreement with the country. This is expected to happen before the next International Monetary Fund Executive Board meeting to approve $600 million as second tranche of funds under its economic support program. Speaking at the PWC 2024 Budget Digest, Director of Economic Strategy and Research at the Ministry of Finance, Dr. Alhassan Idrisu, hinted that Ghana has met all its obligations under the agreement, encouraging the Bretton Woods institutions to intervene on the country's behalf. We need to make some progress with regards to the official bilateral credit, with regards to the MOU that we have to reach with them, uh, which would basically uh, detail out um, release which are consistent with the debt parameters under the, the program. Uh, some progress has been made. Uh, Ghana has done this part, um, so uh, there's, there's a lot of pressure on the creditors as well to also do their part so that that comfort or that MOU uh, would come out. As soon as that comes out, then we are good to go with regards to the report. Director of Economic Strategy and Research at the Ministry of Finance, Dr. Alhassan Idrisu there. To some other stories, trade in the first half of 2023 shows that imports and exports were substantially higher than in the same period as in 2022. The value of both exports and imports were higher in the first half of 2023 by 24.3 billion cities for imports and 19.6 billion cities for exports. According to the 2023 mid-year trade report released by the Ghana Statistical Service, China and Canada are Ghana's preferred place of imports. Here's government statistician, Professor Samuel Kobnenim. So we have looked at food and particularly identify where we are vulnerable in terms of our food items. We did identify four different countries being the lead when it comes to some specific um, food products. We saw Canada being the lead when it comes to our wheat, and wheat contributes about 10.9% of our total food imports. And we have identified Brazil for our sugar and meat, Vietnam for rice, which contributes about three quarters of the total rice that we that we import in, into the country. So we've put this out there for Ghana to ask whether these, these countries that we are trading with and these commodities that we are trading in, we have consciously thought about the political environment within this context and also the macroeconomic environment that exists in this. Government statistician Professor Samuel Kobnenim there. Now, Trust Hospital and its shareholder, the Social Security and National Insurance Trust Nurse, it will collaborate to ensure the hospital makes some progress in profitability in 2024, according to the Chief Executive Officer for the Trust Hospital, Dr. Juliana Oyeane. Uh, the hospital will leverage its business strategic plan to boost its operations. She spoke to Joy Business at the maiden business meeting with SNIT. So the past three years have progressively been getting better. 2020 was a very difficult year for us because of COVID and it impacted negatively on our bottom line. 2021, um, we started the journey of recovery and steadily we've been making good progress in terms of profitability. We are very hopeful for a better 2024. We've also started implementing programs of work 
um, and this will inform our budgeting and our procurement. Next is your pension tip on Money Lab. Hello, welcome to Money Lab. My name is Kofi Poli, Chief Operations Officer of People's Pension Trusts. Still, we are on our pension tidbits on Money Lab. In our previous episode, we talked about the relevance of a pension plan. Today, we are going to look at the pension architecture in Ghana under Pension Act 2008, Act 766. Under this act, we are supposed to have a three-tier pension scheme. Tier 1 is the basic national pension scheme, which is handled by the statutory body of Ghana for pensions, that is SNIT, Social Security and National Insurance Trust. Thank you once again for being with us. That's it for the Joy Business Report, but let's talk something about the EcoBank Salary Account. The EcoBank Salary Account is a special account designed for all workers of all income brackets desirous of receiving their salaries through EcoBank. With the EcoBank Salary Account, you are guaranteed all the benefits of a normal savings or current account plus many more. EcoBank Salary Account gives workers free life insurance cover of up to 10,000 cities, 24-7 access to cash and e-banking services, internet and mobile banking services, high interest on savings, no minimum balance, ability to save through the EcoBank Save as you spend, a unique feature that helps customers to save and invest. Remember, the insurance policy covers death, permanent or temporary disability, critical illness, hospitalization, retrenchment and more. Savings or current account holders at EcoBank do not have to close their existing accounts to enjoy the numerous benefits of the EcoBank Salary Account. Just ask your brand to switch your existing account to the EcoBank Salary Account. Non-EcoBank account holders should approach any EcoBank branch and ask for the EcoBank Salary Account. Switch your salary account today and enjoy amazing benefits at EcoBank. Call EcoBank to free on 0800-003-225 whenever, wherever, for further details. EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. Ignition is next with Sami Fossen. Do enjoy. I am Pius Kojubaka. Have a lovely afternoon.